The Time is Now, episode 301. Creative writing has really helped me figuring out who I am, who I want to be, what I want to achieve in my life, and has helped me find the courage to really go at it. Welcome to The Time is Now. This is the podcast show designed to take action and stay on top of your game to make a bigger impact in the world with your business while creating more freedom and purpose in your life. This is your host, Emel Dereghi. As your business and marketing coach, I am here to help you get the clarity and the action plan you need to position yourself as the go-to expert in your field and scale your business without overwhelm. This is your time to create more growth, alignment, and impact with your business. So for those of you who have been listening to this podcast show for a long time, you may know that this podcast was formerly called Tandem Nomads. After over seven years of continuous growth, I have decided to change the name and call it The Time Is Now. In fact, it was about time for me too to make the changes that were necessary to reflect the evolution that I've been through as well as my own audience. If you want to know more about this evolution, make sure to tune into the previous episodes. But today I'm really, really excited to welcome our special guest because for me she represents exactly what this whole change was about and she was one of the people who actually inspired me to think about evolving as well in my business to represent this journey and I want to thank you Steffi, Steffi Broadman, thank you so much for being here and welcome to The Time Is Now. I'm so excited to share your journey of how you made a huge leap in your journey. So I will just introduce you in a few words. Stephanie is a writing coach and a creative mentor. Uh, she discovered the power of creative writing when she found herself on the blink of a burnout. As a passionate scientist and career-driven woman, she realized that, that she had lost touch with her feminine essence in the male-dominated world. Through her unique approach, she guides women from overwhelm and exhaustion to reclaiming their inner strength through creative writing. Stephanie is the founder of the Writing Flow Circles, where women come together to write. And in her magical creative writing workshops, she takes women on a personal heroine's journey of self-discovery. Stephanie is also the author of the book in German, Frauen, die schreiben Blumen auf, which means women who write bloom. Stephanie, I have been honored to watch you create this and to be part of this journey with you. And I was really inspired by the courage you had to stop. And I can imagine how difficult it must have been for you to take leap. So if you can just tell us a little bit of your journey from your perspective, how did this whole thing started of you working in a big organization, having a leadership position, having an amazing career and very successful and suddenly saying, I need a big change. Well, Amel, <laughs> I'm so excited and so honored to be your guest on this show today. Yeah. And to really have this conversation with exactly you, because you are the person who actually really helped me and took my hand and yeah, helped Thank me through you. this transition. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, I think my journey started way back in high school when my mom kept asking me, Stephanie, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? And I really didn't know what I wanted to be. 
Um, but I really was a bookworm and I loved reading. And eventually I thought, you know, I want to do something with journalism. But back then one couldn't study journalism. And I really felt the pressure. I had to move out. You know, I had to be financially independent. And when my dad told me, you know, business administration, that's always needed. You can be, you can earn your money right away. I actually did it. You know, I studied business administration. I worked at a pharmaceutical company for three years doing my bachelor's degree. It wasn't for me, but during that time, I discovered my love for economics. So mm -hmm. not writing, but economics. I moved to Barcelona. I did a master's in economics. I left Barcelona six years later with a doctorate degree. Um, I went to Princeton University for a postgraduate, which was a wonderful time professionally. I lived in New York City, which you know well. But so personally, it was a great time. But professionally, I was back at asking myself, but what do I want to be? You know, I didn't want to be in academia. I applied for positions in international organizations, working on economics development. And I was lucky to get an amazing position in DC. I literally moved by train from New York to DC. And for six years, I worked out of the DC office, traveling a lot to the Middle East and North Africa. And I remember one year into the job, my boss told me, Steph, you have to leave DC. You're never gonna find a husband. You're gonna be single <laughs> and lonely forever. <laughs> yeah, and but you know, I did find one. And yeah, that's and in DC. How we met. <laughs> in DC of all places where yeah. the ratio of professional women to professional men apparently is one of the worst in the world. So I met my husband on the job and that's how you and I met because we yes. met at my wedding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I and also he, we really wanted to move back to Europe. And when I was pregnant in late 2014, we had the really the chance of moving to our European office. And yeah, so we did that. We worked out of the Vienna office for a while. I had my first child. But you know, what really shifted the balance for me was the second child. Because after the first child, you know, we were well organized with the nanny. I had the really the fortune to to be able to work from home, breastfeed from home. I traveled again when my daughter was 10 months old. And I remember sitting across the world and my husband sent me a video of her walking for the first time Aww. and I had missed it. So that was, yeah, that's the downside, right? But then when the second child came, my son, I feel this is when I couldn't I couldn't anymore pretend, you know, that even though we were so well organized um, with nanny, kindergarten, the grandparents, I didn't see them the entire day. I was just exhausted. You know, I came home and my daily life was just a struggle. I feel I struggled through and I now looking back, I fell in a mode of being automated, you know, just reacting to things, mm -hmm. not acting anymore. So I think that was when the balance shifted. And then, I mean, Corona came, right? We mm -hmm. all were at the brink of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but actually already before, yeah, no. And, and then I think during Corona, I got COVID. Yeah. Um, I got a lung infection from COVID and uh, a really painful pleurisy. And that was then when my body just stopped. And I yeah. think so what my brain didn't, wasn't able to do before, you know, stay stop. My, yeah. my body eventually did. That's amazing. So would you consider that you were already in burnout or on the verge of a burnout? I think I was on the verge because I was oftentimes finding myself 
sitting at my desk and not able anymore, you know, to focus mm. or, or let's say I wasn't motivated any, anymore as I was um, mm. yeah. a couple of years ago. I think I'd lost the sense of meaning in my work, which is very meaningful work in itself. Yeah. But I had lost the sense of meaning from just being too exhausted and too overwhelmed. That's a, that's a difficult place to be. So how did you actually manage to get out of there? So I remember very well the moment it was in January 2019 when so it was January, right? It was after Christmas, after New Year's, we were visiting the grandparents and I just wanted to leave. I wanted to leave my family. I wanted to leave that place, my responsibilities. I was scrolling on my phone through, you know, flight tickets to Denmark, to the North Sea. That's where my mom is from. And that's sort of what draws me when I need comfort. I think mm -hmm. of the wind <laughs> and the seagulls. <laughs> But yeah, it was January and the Northeast is not the best place to be. And I knew I couldn't just leave. But I mean, I was flipping through a magazine then and just, you know, an ad found me. It looked at me and it was a <laughs> an ad for a one year passion writing, passion, creative writing. And maybe it was the passion as much as the creative writing that spoke mm -hmm. to me. I just had lost, you know, the sense of passion for mm -hmm. my doing and myself in my life. And you went to that workshop and that's when you dived into writing and discovered that passion for writing <laughs> on top of your own sense of purpose, I guess, right? Right. So it was actually a one-year workshop. So a one-year, um, how do you say, a course, really. It was a long mm -hmm. course with several modules. Mm -hmm. And each module was Thursday, Friday afternoon and Saturday, Sunday morning. And that was my time for me. That mm -hmm. was like a mini vacation. So it was both the time and the experience of the writing, you know, the creativity of being amazed by the words that were pouring out of me. Mm. I didn't even know where they come, came from. And then also the sense of community. I mean, it was men and women writing, but mostly women. And you know what I love most about writing is the sharing, sharing your stories, reading aloud and hearing uh, from others. So it, it gives you a really a nice um, yeah, it's really just a nice self-care moment. This is amazing. And so you discovered writing, you started writing for yourself, but very quickly. And I remember that's when we started talking even more at that moment is when you start thinking, I actually want to make a business out of this. I want to help other people discover writing as a source of passion. And creative writing is a bit different than writing a book. You don't help people write a book. You help them actually explore their creativity and their feelings, their emotions through writing. So how did that come to you that you suddenly thought about turning it into a business, starting your own thing? <laughs> yeah, you know, I had not planned on doing this, even when I started a one year course and to become a writing coach myself, I did it out of fun and out of, you know, yes. my love for studying and my wanting to spend time with myself. So even the, the becoming a writing coach was more, I don't know, a self care moment for myself. But then I think in parallel was, you know, Corona was advancing. I was sliding more and more into my, yeah, into my unhappiness. It, 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 it suddenly became something that could be me, you know, that could yeah. be my new me in a way. It could uh. be my, yeah, the, the, I remember actually, so I'm jumping a bit ahead, but once you and I had started working and you had, 
I don't know how you, you had said, make a launch party for your business. <laughs> and I remember printing a few flyers and I stood on the phone in the street talking to my mom and I told my mom, mom, I know what I want to be. <laughs> and she told me, you know what? I'm so happy for you. I'm 60 something. And I actually still don't know what I want to oh, be. That's so amazing. I remember that. Yeah. And for me, it was just finally after 40 something years, yeah. I knew what I wanted to be. I know it, you know, I can oh feel God. it. I have goosebumps <laughs> right now all over my body. <laughs> this is so powerful. Um, okay. I just need a moment here because I've, I really feel touched. But what you just said, it's just so beautiful when we get to actually, I love when you say my new me, I know who I am now through that, like you discovered writing and it helped you express yourself. But it is still a journey and you never stop working. You know, you continued working. That's one of the things that we discussed, like having preparing the foundations before you maybe quit. You actually never ended up quitting. You, you, you continue to work, but you designed the job in a way that works for you as well so that you can continue to do what you love through your business. Before we talk about how the business works, the show is called The Time Is Now. Right. And one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you here is because I was myself so inspired by you when we met and you had tell me, and I think you're one of the people who inspired me to call this show the time now, because every time a client comes to me, the one thing I tell them why now is that because this is my time. So what made you feel this was your time? What was that thing that said, okay, now I'm ready for this because it's one thing to discover and think about it. It's another thing to decide yeah. to do it. Yes, absolutely. And I think this is also where writing helped me a lot. I, I'm a person, I can have thoughts and I can be quite unhappy, but the next day I'm happy again. You know, I can get through it. But when I write about it and I see it on the page day after day, I cannot erase it. It's there. And I realized I sounded like a broken record. I just wasn't happy, you know. Mm. And, and so it was really a lucky timing that at around the time of my illness, I had already agreed on going on a sabbatical and unpaid leave with my boss. I mean, we had planned it two, three years ago. I had pushed it out due to Corona because I thought now I don't have to travel. You know, now my work life is going to be better. It didn't. Um, I mean, we all know working out of the home office, it was, it, it was great, but it was also very taxing. It was hard. So it's, it, so it wasn't all the travels that that led to this it, it it was more right and the first thing i did while being on my sabbatical i actually walked for two weeks in tuscany in italy mm. and i walked every day it was a long distance hike and for me the combination of walking and writing and then also really having you by my side because we had started working together a few months earlier because for me this, I mean, I had studied business administration, right? I'm an economist. So it wasn't so much the being afraid of setting up a business. It was more this, but can I, can it work? Can my passion really, you know, be something yeah. I can make a business? That was my big question. And that's where I think you helped me a lot. Um, re really just saying, yes, it can. And, and <laughs> believing in me because you believed in me before my husband believed in me. <laughs> to say he does now but it took some you know it took some showing yeah. him that I'm serious yeah um, this oh. so yeah oh so I think this combination really led me to say okay it's enough and I really I have written on the page that I'm in a golden cage you know I'm a, I'm in a I have everything you know but I'm not happy so I need to make this change now 
So courageous, so courageous. And I find it's even more courageous from you on top of dealing with our own self-doubts that everybody has at this stage is also making sure that the environment around us is actually on board. And when it's not on board, it takes extra courage at the beginning mm. to actually have to go through it. So I really commend you for that. And I'm so happy to see that today you're actually thriving and happy and doing the thing you love. So tell us how you're helping today your clients through writing. Yes. So I have started this year, actually. So my writing flow circles are a half year old. <laughs> so good. I, yes. No, I love it. I, it took me a little time to figure out how to go about it. You remember last year I had started, you know, wanting to do a workshop and I had to cancel it because I had no, yeah. <laughs> no participants. <laughs> then I had a workshop with too few participants. So with the, when a few fell sick, I had to cancel it. Yeah. So it took me a little while to get there, but the writing flow circles is, I think, the way I really love going about the writing because it's a community. So I think about it, you know, as sitting together and we are not knitting, we are not doing yoga, we are not meditating, we are writing, we're doing creative writing, but which is which is the same um, approach in a way. Um, okay. We sit together, we um, we are so. I, I do it two ways. One is online because I have a number of women, you know, who come from abroad. One is even in Australia. So and then I also do it really at my kitchen table. So I do it both ways and they're very different, but they both work. And and I think um, so I, I usually start with a, a little writing prompt and we can talk about the writing prompts later. Yes. You know, and then I just build it up from there. I have a few writing prompts prepared. I see how the atmosphere is, if there is trust in the room and if we can read to each other, because as I said, the reading is an important part. It, it, it really hearing yourself saying it loud and also for the others, you know, seeing the reaction of the others, always the, you know, the, the, the positive, the loving reaction of the others um, is really a nice part. And at the end, we always hear a nice song, you know, and just calm down and let let things go. <laughs> ah, it feels good to sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, you know, it's supposed to be, as you said, it's not hard work. It's not writing a book. It's not writing yeah. an academic paper. It yeah. is self-care. It's fun. It's nurturing. Right. Well, one thing I want to circle back to what you said that I think is really important to highlight because the people who are listening who might be in that journey where you are, well, yeah, you were actually before you started your business is that fear of failing. And that was a big topic, right? I don't know of that fear of failing. I wonder if writing has helped you with that as well. But I love that you were so honest by saying at the beginning, the workshop did not work. And I think it's important to highlight that because very often when we share success stories, we go straight to the success. But in, now that you're thriving, that you're having these writing circles, that you're enjoying them and finally finding your groove, it took a little bit of time. And I remember it was a little bit hard for you as well. And, and even for me to accompany you through that time mm. where, oh my God, we're doing this workshop is not working. This other thing is not working. So I just want to highlight that, that it actually takes a few trials be before we can figure out what actually works for you, right? There's no magical formula for that. It's by doing that we get to know. But any tips or learnings that you got from that journey to figure out what works for you? You know, it's really funny that you mentioned this. And I remember so well when at one point you asked me, do you really want to give a workshop? Are you sure you want to? Because you actually yeah. don't seem you want to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, 
it it um i don't want to say it hit me but it it struck me as it was the right thing to ask it was the right question mm-hmm. and i think that is maybe also the danger when you turn your passion into your business right mm-hmm. because my passion is writing on the mm-hmm. one hand and my passion is sharing the magic of writing with women and people around the world but you know in the process of setting up the business i lost the writing part a bit remember mm-hmm. i i there was so much to do in a way so much technical ground to cover in the beginning i i sort of felt i didn't have time it wasn't the time you know i feel for me writing needs it is a creative act so it needs this free space a bit in your mind it needs going for walks you know it needs cooking it needs this not thinking of oh god i need to set up my website and the terms of something you know Um, So I struggled a bit and it still is hard work to find this balance between my own writing and then doing the business stuff. And for me, the business stuff, for example, includes social media. Posting on social media is something I really had to warm up to, Mm, to make it fun. (laughs) Yeah. And turn it into the writing I love, except, you know, instead of something I have to do. Exactly. Yeah. So I think for me, finding this concept of the writing flow circles took a bit of time as you say, because it's not the workshop type. People can come in, they can drop out. It gives flexibility. And I think I want this for my writing. I I don't think clients, but you know, these magic women who come and write with me and for myself. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you did experiment and, and try out different things before you figured out what worked for you. What would you tell your old self at that point now that you have more visibility and clarity around that journey relax <laughs> take it easy <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself i mean you you got out of your old self because you were pushing yourself so hard all the time yeah. you don't need to continue doing that as you also mentioned i i never quit my job and obviously that gives me financial security right it gives me independence to also go slower Um, But what I did do, and I'm more than proud, and it has made everything different in my life, is that I really had the the courage to say, I'm willing to take the risk to not have that job. So I'm willing to quit. I think having the, you know, the determination to say, it is it, I'm going to quit, gave me the freedom and the openness, the flexibility, I don't know, the charm, maybe, to openly talk to my boss and 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 figure out what works for both of us because he didn't want to let me go you know he values my work um yeah so we found an amazing compromise it's like a lottery ticket for me but i feel given that i have gotten my energy back i'm of much more value to my work now that i was a year ago so how any tips that you have about how to juggle all of that because it's not always easy to to have a job, to launch a business and then work on the business. And you had to learn so much. One of the things I'm most proud of you is how much you learned things starting from scratch, like how to set up your email system, how to create funnels, how to actually do your marketing, how to promote and plan your social media. These are all things you did not know how to do and you learned to do it from scratch. And then now it's becoming more natural to you. At the beginning, it wasn't. So that's already a huge learning curve on top of making the time to write for 
for the passion of you wanting to write and running a family. Let's not forget that as well. You have a family to take care of. Although we talked about it as well. We don't have time to discuss this, but you feel like you are in a relationship where where all the tasks are, are separated and shared, but there's still a lot of work going on there and a job. So how are you finding your balance and how are you, what did, what worked for you to make it work? Mm. For me, the key, the only thing I needed was getting my energy back, mm-hmm. really. It not feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, I, I, so I mentioned I'm writing a book and in the opening scene, I'm describing that really for years, I oftentimes didn't have the, the strength to brush my own teeth at night. And I sort of mustered up the strength I had to brush my kids' teeth. And I ended up after 30 seconds, you know, stopping. And that is for me the metric that has changed. I mean, it sounds, it sounds banal, right? But it is. I have the mental peace to brush my children's teeth and it's not easy to brush children's teeth. So having that inner strength is what makes all the change and everything else falls in place for me at least. You told me some one day something that I will never forget and uh, that really touched me. When we were working together through setting up your business and I could see that suddenly you were feeling better. You were in a better space as well because you were focusing on what matters and your energy was back. And you told me something that actually made me cry. <laughs> um, you were telling me, uh, you know, I actually now when I'm with my daughter and I help her brush her teeth I'm actually with her Mm -hmm. I'm actually enjoying the moment with her because now I'm connected to myself I'm doing something that matters and I can be more a better mom thanks to that and that moment of brushing the teeth that was a source of stress has become a source of sharing a beautiful moment with her do you remember that yes yeah no exactly Mm -hmm. that's it and I feel in every part of my life my children, my husband, right? My my work and my writing. When I do it, I'm there. I'm fully present and I enjoy doing it. And then it's not work, right? As we yeah. all know. Then it isn't. Then it's something I mean the other day I was I was <laughs> I was just writing a short um social media posting about this yesterday, I think. On Sunday I was on my desk for twelve hours straight writing at my book and it didn't feel like it. So I think That's when we are when we are with ourselves, when we have that mental energy, right? When we are happy, then it's just not work. We have energy for all the parts of our life. Yeah, you're aligned. For me, one of the key words mm-hmm. is that you're aligned with your passion, who you want to be. And that's beautiful. So before we end, I still want to think a little bit about this journey of you going from not having anything, just the dream, to actually taking the courage to do it, but also to invest because you have invested in the help that you needed through mm. the work together. What was necessary for you to find that courage and to know that was the right thing to do, that you could invest in yourself and take this hobby seriously to actually make it something concrete and turn it into a business? You know, I have studies, I can't even tell you how many years I have studied before finding my job, right? 12, 13 years. So for me, studying, it's part of who I am. I just love it. And this is also maybe, you know, in this process of of being a a career woman, of, of having children, you know, of having a demanding job. I didn't have time anymore to invest in myself. Mm-hmm. So when I felt that working with you was the right thing to do, I, I actually didn't have to think twice. I felt it was the right thing to do. I felt it would, you know, 
it was bring me closer to my dream. And so I went for it and I'm still doing it. I'm investing a lot in myself. And it is true that at this point I'm not making, I mean, it, there is no relationship between what I'm realizing and what I'm getting in financially, but I am glowing. I am happy, you know, and that has really <laughs> been yes. worth all the investments Very and my cool. life is still long. So exactly. <laughs> Recuperation I... period is, <laughs> is around the corner. Oh my God. I love this so much. So tap, what would you tell to those who are in that stage, you know, where they, they want to take the courage to either start their business or do something new or shift their business. What is the message you want to share with them based on what you learned? from this journey? I would say always invest in yourself, your own human capital, you know, is the most important thing you have. And not just when you are young, and you go to school, or you study at university, there's always time to invest in yourself, and it's always worth it. And I think you will just, yeah, reap the benefits. Talking about writing, there's so many, I do believe in the power of writing, but is there anything you can share about your expertise around how writing helps people be connected to themselves. Uh, is there any data around that? Or what is the science behind it or the logic behind it? Why does it make such a big impact for people? Mm -hmm. There is data, there is actually a number of studies now, um, showing that so this, this creative expressive writing where you write about your feelings, that it calms you down, it relaxes you, it reduces your um, blood pressure even so there are scientific studies around that and i can just recommend it try it out you will feel it for yourself so this really this relaxing calming um effect and i also feel i mean once you do this it's you you get into a state of flow right and that state where you're really connected to yourself is is what 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 yeah what has this benefit in a way the health benefit but i also feel um Another benefit is that you don't feel alone. You're sort of writing is communicating. I mean, you're communicating to yourself. If you write in a group, you're communicating with others. I also feel, you know, you are sort of discovering, you're sort of on a journey of self-discovery. And I think for many of us, we have so many thoughts in our head, you know, this state of confusion. For me, writing also really helps me gain clarity on a number of issues. And it's not that I write down, I want to figure this and that out. That's not how it works, right? It's through, you know, it's not the straight line that brings it there. Yeah. So I also feel, for example, a writing prompt or, you know, for example, just starting um, your writing practice with, tell me about, tell me about a memory of your grandmother. Tell me about your first bike ride. The emotions that will come up and the stories, you know, or something that will tell you something about something else that you maybe didn't think about. So that's what I'm mm -hmm. trying to say. It's not a straight line in a way. You know, tell me about your first bike ride. For me, that is when my stepmom taught me how to ride when I was five years old in a narrow alley. And at the end of that alley was a rose bush. Mm -hmm. And of course, I drove right into it, you know, and that pain and the tears and the feeling of missing my biological mother. Mm -hmm. You know, th these are the things that might come up with such a simple prompt as tell me about your first um, bike ride. I think yeah. the best way to explain what it does is maybe to try it. And you do have a mm. free writing prompt that you offer. I will share the link on, on the show notes of this episode, but maybe you want to tell a few words about it. 
Mm -hmm. So I actually have two things online you could try out. So if you've never tried, so the technique is called free writing. So I have a free writing ABC and just in a few simple words, what you do. So the A stands for all you need is a timer, 15 minutes of your time. B, become one with your writing hand. So really write, don't stop for thinking, for figuring out, for crossing out, just keep your hand moving. C stands for you can write anything. So I can write anything attitude. Don't censor yourself. It could be your shopping list. It just doesn't matter. And I recently, while writing my book, I added the D and the D stands for don't worry if you cry right into mm -hmm. it. You know, this feeling, this emotion. So I have this free writing guide and then I have these 15 minute a day writing prompts for, for five days where it makes you feel like a butterfly. <laughs> Uh, this is so, so special. <laughs> <laughs> so I will put the links of these um, mm -hmm. like free writing prompts. And uh, if, for all the listeners, if you're interested, go to thetimeisnow.bizbiz slash 302. But do you want to share what the book is about? The book is really, it, it's along my own heroine journey from exhaustion, illness, to my finding my inner glow, to finding my inner strength, making this transformation. And I'm sharing the writing prompts that I used. I'm guiding you through, you know, a set of writing prompts. I'm sharing my own pieces from my own notebooks. And yeah, and my goal is really to guide women on their journey from exhaustion to, to their glow and their being alive and being happy. I cannot wait to, to read this book and we definitely need to follow you. So we'll make sure to put all the information about you so that we can all follow you and follow your journey. I really appreciate that you took the time to share your journey and it's been amazing to uh, not only work with you, but also to, to have our friendship develop over the years yes. through our work together. I feel like we got to know each other even better through that. So I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Steffi, for being allowing me to be part of this journey. It's been amazing. Thank you, Amel, from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> uh, it was all my, my pleasure. So for those of you who are listening, I hope that you found a lot of inspiration. If you're in Steffi's situation or before or before she started this whole journey, and I hope that you find that inspiration to actually believe in yourself. Because I think one of the things is that point where you say, I'm worth it. I'm worth to actually invest in myself and put my dreams as a priority. And it was not easy because I know, for instance, in the case of Steffi and many other clients, before we can give ourselves permission, there's a lot of work we have to do to actually allow ourselves to do it. So it's it's important to allow yourself to do it. And at some point say, this is my time. At some point, there is no other way around than to take action and do it. That's the best way to know if it will work. So I hope you got a lot of encouragement from this conversation and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities because this is your time.